Good evening, my Rabbi Continuing along here, Bezer Hashem. Still in the beginning of Perak Revi, the fourth Perak of Avaidas Elikim. And the Chavazovis is dividing up the three categories of the Torah, which is Tzivui, commandments, Azhora, prohibitions, and Mutter, things that are permissible. And in the category of commandments, he was dividing it there further to be mitzvahs halavavos, which we discussed the last couple of nights, what encompasses mitzvahs halavavos, and he gives a smattering of examples, which he says there are many more to this list, but he selected a few, and really each one of them, we tried to give a little bit of an explanation to each, because each one of them brings out tremendous ideas about these mitzvahs halavavos, mitzvahs which are produced for the intellect, for the emotion, for the heart to contemplate, to think about, and to react to. The Hashedi, we move on now, Hashedi, the second area, the second category within the mitzvahs, which are commandments, which are tzivuyim, mitzvahs halavavos ve'varim yachtov, a combination of action, but of course with thought, can't just do action without any thought. We don't do mitzvahs in a robotic fashion without thinking. If one does a, a mitzvah totally without thinking, so that we call a misaseg ba'alma. We say he's just oblivious. As a matter of fact, if someone does even a, a transgression, someone does an avera without thinking at all, he has no idea what he's doing, he's not even thinking about the the act that he's engaging in, he's not chayiv, he's not liable for, uh, for the din of Torah. He's not liable on Shabbos, for example, because he's oblivious to what he's doing. The same is true also with the mitzvah. Even though on the side of mitzvah, Hashem still gives us some schar. The Rashi tells us in Parashas Kisait, a remarkable idea. A person could be walking in the street, and Rashi says, a dollar falls out of his pocket. And a few minutes later, there's a poor person walking and he finds a dollar in the floor. He says, ah, my lucky day, Baruch Hashem, picks up the dollar. It's his, the halacha says, he can keep that dollar. So Rashi says that the person who dropped the dollar gets schar for that. And the it's a, it's a great chiddush. It's really a novel idea because he didn't do any, any act of giving tzedakah. He didn't uh, have any intent of giving tzedakah. As a matter of fact, if he would found, if he had found out that he dropped a dollar cookie, he would be upset. But yet, Hashem orchestrated this, and he gets schar for that. But in terms of the, he gets schar for the the tzedakah that was given. But in terms of the action of a mitzvah, we call the ma'isa mitzvah. It is devoid of a ma'isa mitzvah if the person has no intent to what he's doing. Okay. So therefore, you need mitzvah salavava is both thought and a varim yachtov and carrying out with action. What's examples of this? Ki yichud An interesting first example. And that is that a person shouldn't say one thing with his mouth and think another thing with his mind. We, we have many times, the Chazal tell us, we should have piv v'libay shavin. That the mouth, in other words, the person's words 
and the person's intent and thoughts should be the same. It shouldn't be echud bepev echud believe. It's a, it's a. There are harsh things said about a person who has echud bepev echud believe. He's he's sly. He's deceitful. He's talking one thing, but he's intending about another thing. So that has to be in sync. Secondly, ukriya seferatayra vili mudoi. This is learning Torah. Learning Torah is a pursuit of studying Torah, Vili Mudai, and learning it. So learning it, interesting. You would think learning is only with the mind, only with the lave. It it involves it involves talking it out, which is action. When a person learns Torah, really he's supposed to say out the words. But the, the 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 really what learning has to do is talking it out with one's mouth, even though there is a pasuk in Yeshua Sefer Yeshua Vigisa Bo and Vigisa sounds like just contemplate, think about it, which is why the Vilna Gaon is of the opinion that even if one just thinks Torah thoughts, he's already obligated to make a Birch Satira. A person wakes up in the morning right away, he has rushing to his mind the thoughts of Torah. He should stop, make sure wash his hands, and say the bracha of Birchas because he's starting to learn. But uh, we pass in that it's only when you start talking words of Torah. And the truth is, that's like the Gemara in Sanhedrin, that a person is in this world to toil. That's a Pasuk. A person is in this world to toil. And the Gemara says, we're not sure, does it, is it Amal Peh or Amal Malacha? Should he be toiling with his mouth? Or he'd be toiling with his hands with physically? And the Gemara concludes, it's Amal Peh, that the real purpose of a person in this world, of why a person was in this world, is to use his mouth. And to toil with his mouth. And Igmar says, but I'm not sure is that a malsicha, just using it for saying good things, maybe praising Hashem and and giving compliments to other people, or is it a maltaira? And Igmara concludes it's a maltaira. In other words, we use our mouth for learning taira. So therefore that's why taira is not merely just a, a, a thinking idea. It's not just a, a mental gymnastic, even though we put a lot of thought into Torah. And we're not always talking. Sometimes you have to think about the logic of, of a statement in the Gemara or with the Rishenim and the Akrenim. Sometimes you have to give it thought. Sometimes you see people pacing back and forth thinking about it. I should mention a Gavaldiga story about the Chofetz Chaim. Simcha Wasserman. That was the son of Rebbe Chonon Wasserman. Shem Yim Kandami. His yard site was just a couple of days ago. He was a great Talmud of the Chofetz Chaim. So Reb Simcha Wasserman, who made it out of the uh, inferno in Europe before the war, and he came, he was in New York, and then he opened up a yeshiva in Los Angeles. Never, he, never, he and his wife never merited children, but he had a lot, a lot of Talmudim. He met once an old man who was well advanced in age, and he asked the person, he says, tell me, what is the schus that you have such longevity. And the old man says, I know where to attribute it to. 
because when I was a very young man, I met the Chofetz Chaim once, and he gave me a brocha for long life. And he told me, he says, I give you a bracha, you should work hard your whole life until a ripe old age. So he says, I asked the Chofetz Chaim, it's nice to live to a ripe old age. Does it have to be hard work? Can it be a little bit easy? Go down easy street. And the Chofetz Chaim told me, he said, no, life is here to work hard. We're here in this world to produce we hit the work called Adam Laomal Yuda Lula Yula. A person is born to toil. That's what we're here for. The Gemara is it, it qualifies it and says we're here to, to to be Amal with our mouths in particular. And that's through learning of Torah. Learning Torah, discussing it, asking questions, repeating it over. This is part of it. Obviously, we have to use our minds to know what to think, how to say it. To, to speak wisely about the Torah. And we move on to Tefillah. Tefillah, certainly. Tefillah we have from the Chavis of Ovis and Shach Hesh which we learned that Tefillah is also that combination of mind and mouth. And if we have only the mouth working and not the mind, there's no lave behind it. A person is not thinking that he's talking to HaKadosh Baruch he's not thinking about the words he's saying. So he gave the example, it's like a goof without a neshama. It's like a lifeless body. It's like a physical body without any neshama. It's just limp, it's dead. You need neshama mind. And then about tzayim. Tzayim is interesting. Why does tzayim get into this category? Tzayim, it is a physical act. You have to, you have to fast. But uh, it's interesting, that's considered... The the sevarim, uh, and as we're using our physical body to perform this mitzvah, now the one mitzvah of fasting the iraisa is yom kippur. The other four fasts, one of them we have coming up this Sunday, shiva asebetamuz. It's one of the four we call the four minor fasts. It's the rabbanon, tishabov shiva asebetamuz, same gedalia right after rosh hashanah, and then asera beteves right after chanukah. Those four fasts, this is a fast, but the truth is, like the Rambam tells us, that the Iker is not the fast. We're gonna Those that are able to, uh, healthy enough to fast this Sunday, the main thing is not refraining from eating. The main thing is that we take away our focus on food in order to leave room for what we're supposed to be thinking on such a day. The mission in the end of Mesech Destainus tells us that five Tragedies befell the Jewish people on Shiva Sabatamas. So we think about that. That was the beginning of the of the end in terms of the destruction of the Baysamigdosh. So that's what we fast. We fast in order to get less physical and more spiritual. So we're able to think about the proper thoughts that day. And we move along this list Vahat Tzedakah. Giving Tzedakah. And here also really there's a Pasik. In Parshas Re'ei, that tells us about tzedakah, you should give tzedakah, you should open up your hand, you shouldn't close your hand, and then you should give it because of this, you will be gebenched. Because of what? Because of the way you gave it. It's not so much how much you give, 
but it's how you give it. A person could give a big check, but he just does so with a sour face, and the person receiving the check sees that he wants him out of here now. You don't get so much schar as a person gave a smaller check, but he does so graciously, he does so with a smile, he does so making the person feel good, he does so that he's besimcha that he's able to do that. That is worth much more. So that's why tzedakah also was a combination of lev and evorim. Finally, the getting to things that have to be refrained, even though here we're talking about mitzvahs that are tzivuyim, commandments, not things that we can't do. But Shabbos is a positive commandment that we have to rest on Shabbos. And here too, we rest on Shabbos, not only the cessation of malacha, of not doing productive activities, but it's, it's intentionally resting in order for a higher purpose, a higher calling for that day, Shabbos Lashem. The Asai Sukkah, obviously making a Sukkah. Interesting that the Chavazavavas puts this in because there's a debate in the Gemara. According to the Rishalmi, making a Sukkah is a mitzvah. In the Bavli, the way we paskin is not the making of the Sukkah is the mitzvah, but rather the sitting of the Sukkah, the dwelling of the Sukkah is the mitzvah. Okay. Lulav, lulav, taking a lulav on Sukkah's vitzitzis, wearing tzitzis, v'adoyim elazeh, and things similar to this. So here also we have an interesting list of the tzivuyim. This is a list posed the mitzvahs halavavais, and here we have a whole list of, it looks about maybe a dozen or so different mitzvahs, which Chavah decided to write about. And again, just taking some time out, realizing that these mitzvahs require both a physical act, either through speech or through physical activities or even physical non-activities like Shabbos and Yom Tif and fasting, these are where we're holding back. But it's an intentional way. It's it's a it's refraining. It's abstaining from work with an intent to do that, and that's both with the lave and the Ivarim. Good. So up to Mitzvah Shem. Continue along next time with the Azhara, those that are prohibitions. A good night.